yeah, I don't want to go to jail for anything. I'm much too, like, weak. And you're pretty. You are listening to the Stand Up Dads Podcast. This is hecka boring. Yeah, it is. Let's try again. Okay. We're talking about <laughs> farts, but we're not talking about farts on this episode. This is Stand Up Dads. This is Rob. And Mike. And today, our topic is not farts, but youth sports and participation trophies. Hooray. <laughs> <laughs> well, we weren't, uh, we weren't athletically gifted, either one of us. Like. <laughs> no. I wasn't gifted. You know, we talked about this on one of the yeah. uh, episodes with Tom. Yeah. Where, you know, freshman year, I was 5'10 and like 180, and coaches were drooling. <laughs> and when I graduated, I was 5'10, 190, and they're like <laughs> pissed at me. Like, fuck, <laughs> man, you didn't grow. Was, yeah. You know, our kids are getting to the age where you got to start thinking about getting them into organized sports if you're gonna. Yeah. You know, eight and six, and my kid's done soccer classes. Which is another, cool. Yeah. I think that's cool. A cool way to see if they get into it first. Yeah, but, you know, they're like four and five, so they're not paying attention. The coach is, I love the guy because he's such a sweet guy that can yeah. tolerate this crap because I would have <laughs> lost my shit. Because I used to coach, and I would lose yeah. my shit over kids that were good. Yeah. And only she used to swim, right? Yeah, I mean, we did that, which I thought was really great. It was like when she was learning to swim, put her into one season when she was five, and she came out of it, like, amazing. Like, right now, yeah. I think she's regressed a bit mm -hmm. so i feel like maybe we have to do it one more time yeah but that's the thing like especially the swim one it's five nights a week and saturday all day where even where at five years old yeah she'd swim at like 3 p.m mm -hmm. and that would be five minutes but you'd have to be there at 6 45 yeah and stay till five you just had to be there to help they make you be like six forty five and be there till five. Yeah, the whole swim meet, like all oh, the grades. Fuck that. You and that's how they work. Like you're there the whole time. You're working the snack bar or you're. But it's like it was hellacious when she was five because it's like yeah. she's it's bored now. and tired. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's yeah. It's not going to change. It's yeah, it's brutal. But that's the thing. I think if you've grown up doing it, a lot of those families were like, I swam and my kids swam and. For me, sometimes I just forget. Like right now, even bringing it up, I'm like, oh, yeah, she could have done some sports this summer. <laughs> you know, like I yeah. just forget about it. Like, Well, it's also, it's a commitment. It's not just for yeah. the kid, it's for the parents, you know. So yeah. half the time, finishing a season is a, a, a victory for the parents, too. Yes. Swim was like that. That felt like it was like, thank God, like <laughs> no more. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to go to practice two or three nights a week and then have a waste of Saturday watching kids not do their. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one after the other. But, after the other. Uh, yeah, that kind of reminds me. Al Madrigal, he's the comedian. He's been on uh, County Central and others, um, like on Daily Show and stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, he does a thing on soccer with his, or I can't remember if it was soccer or flag football with his kid. I think it was soccer. Yeah. yeah. But from the parents' point of view, and I got a clip I'm going to play right now. Let's see. Uh, I recently met a character that I had no idea existed. I met uh, Cholad. I had no idea he was out there. Um, you don't know what a cholo is. A cholo's like a Latino gentleman that you may have seen uh, wearing white socks pulled all the way up and plaid shorts to meet the white socks. 
uh, white t-shirt, oversized, maybe some neck tattoos, uh, shaved head, mustache, right, gold chain, you've seen yourself a cholo. So, uh, <laughs> we take my son to go to Mighty Mites football practice for the first time. It's four and five-year-olds playing flag football. It's adorable. So we take him there, and we're at our first practice, and out of the corner of my... Okay, so I'm nitpicking here, but I've yeah. seen him do this routine a bunch of times. Yeah. And sometimes it's flag football, sometimes it's soccer. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's but, probably, yeah, whatever goes over better, I, I guess. I guess. Yeah. He's in the South, and football is a bigger thing than soccer. I don't Makes know. sense to me. I don't know. To adapt it. just it. cracks me up, but has nothing to do with the routine, but here goes. In the corner of my eye, I see a cholo. Uh, everybody close your eyes and imagine your scariest cholo. Uh, that guy is coming right at us, right? Now, me and my wife have been together for about 12 years, and we're in sync at that point. Barely need even need to talk. Uh, right? uh, we have hand signals for stuff. We really know each other well. For example, if my wife has too much to drink at a party, starts yapping a little too much, I don't have to say anything. I just get to go like this. I get three little leg squeezes. Boop, boop, boop. She knows that means put a sock in it, drunkie. Time for you to wrap it up. <laughs> Somebody didn't have dinner like I suggested. Now you're spouting off at the mouth, divulging all the family secrets. You need to pipe down or we got to leave. Uh, so, and she's cool with it. That's the best part. She's like, was I talking too much? Thank you. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> it's the best. Uh, so, I rub the back of my wife's thumb. She knows that means cholo, three o'clock. Look alive. She's <laughs> uh, coming right at us and... A lot of neck tattoos happening, right? I'm trying to decipher them on the fly. Say, and I didn't watch Prison Break, so I have no idea what they mean. It's like, why is the rabbit crying? What does that mean? <laughs> Turns out he's our son's coach. Uh, actually, I swear to God, he walks up and he goes, my name's Coach Frankie, or you can call me Rascal. And I'm like, oh, see, honey, we're not gonna die. Coach Rascal's here, it's gonna be fine. <laughs> uh, he then produces a snack list. Uh, when your child is in any sport, uh, the team mom, or in this case, a very scary cholo, uh, has organized a snack list to determine who's gonna bring snack on which day. Uh, by the way, if you're a young parent, you wanna bring snack at the beginning of the season when expectations are low. You can bring some Teddy Grahams, some mm -hmm. cut up fruit, Capri Suns, you brown bag it, you wanna go crazy, you throw a Go-Gurt in there, everybody's happy. What happens in the middle of the season is some unprepared jerk with disposable income uh, brings Happy Meals, ruins it for everybody. And then at the end of the season, you got to bring a DJ, pizza, and a stripper. And uh, everybody's still complaining. Like, are these songs slow to you? What's happening here? She seems older. Uh, so. Anyway, the Cholo made a snack list. It's perfectly laid out in Microsoft Word tables. He didn't go with a gothic -y Cholo font like you'd expect him to either. He used Arial, like we all should. Uh, I, the Cholo made a snack list, and he's the worst coach ever, but you can't do anything about it. He actually said this to the kids. This is a quote from the Cholo to the children. Uh, he said, uh, you guys gotta pay attention, or you're gonna have bad dreams. Uh, <laughs> is not in the John Wooden triangle of uh, coaching, right? So you saw my son, who's sort of a chicken anyway, uh, look at my wife like, Mommy, am I really going to have bad dreams? <laughs> and then my wife gave me one of these. She gave me the hand squeeze with the head nod, which means get in there, a-hole, and do something. 
and say something or I'm going to do something about it myself. And I uh, countered with an even harder hand squeeze. And I looked at her and I said, we're not saying I uh, <laughs> let Coach Rascal conduct his business, so we're going to find out why the rabbit's crying. And I don't want to find out! <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I did not realize that was an edited clip for cursing so thanks a lot it's comedy central we'll have that on the uh, you know have clips to, links to all the clips anyway that's the other thing i forgot about because i remember doing yeah. soccer as a kid for quite a few years and the parents would always bring fucking oranges cutting wedges and it's the fucking worst thing if you give a kid <laughs> at halftime you'd have these oranges and your hands would be all sticky and you got no fucking water because you're in the middle of a field so you're trying to <laughs> rub them on this dry grass <laughs> yeah and you got the fucking parents yeah so it's not only do you have to bring the kid you know, you can't even just drop them off anymore. You're going to bring stuff for them to eat or whatever. And it's just, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. You have to, yeah. Especially when you have the families that have done it forever and they've got like, it's like he said, they're setting up a bar yeah. that's so ridiculously high. Yeah. You know, but yeah, very good advice. If yeah. you're going to sign up for snacks, do it at the beginning where they don't know what the fuck's coming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but in spite of us talking shit, there are benefits for kids playing sports. You know, obviously, you know, I think what was this? Athleticscholarships.net. Health benefits. You know, the kids stay fit. They learn motor skills. Keeps them out of trouble is so, what yeah, I was thinking. That's another you know, one. That's why I'd like to get her into it. I like, I like well, especially Olivia's definitely, like, athletic. Yeah. She's coordinated. Yeah. She's, like... Not like me or... So she's not your kid. <laughs> well, she didn't get... <laughs> it seems like she got the the what little good stuff there was for me to pass <laughs> on. <laughs> she's got the artist, the artistic mm -hmm. stuff, and she's got the sense of humor. But thank God she didn't get like my earthbound... <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous, yeah. you know. She can do stuff. So I think the problem is I think she's she has gotten my laziness. <laughs> So yeah. that's something that I need to, you know, hopefully if I can get her involved into something, maybe that'll get her more motivated. Well, that brings up it. another point, another of the health benefits. Kids who play sports are more likely to exercise as adults. Mm. Not true. Not true. <laughs> <laughs> I played sports all through when I was a kid, and I don't exercise at all now. Uh, <laughs> that's so. why they put more likely. More likely. So I'm the uh, exception to the rule. Psychologically... I always say that a tired kid is a good kid. So, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, if they're, you know, exercising and practicing a couple hours a day, less likely to be out, you know, late yeah. at night being dickheads. Let's see, life skills, you know, you learn life skills just from time management and understanding that sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. Yeah. Um, you know, it reduces stress and depression. And then leadership skills, you know, I mean, it makes sense because, yeah. you know, especially in a team sport. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, because I think you learn different things say, playing on a team versus, like, an individual sport like wrestling. You I can, remember trying wrestling. Wrestling too. sucked. That yeah, was, like, was... two weeks of hell. <laughs> yeah, but here's the thing. is like, you can be shitty on a football team. Yeah. And no one knows. Yeah. You're a shitty wrestler. Everybody knows. Yeah, and it's just awful, man. That was just awful. We had a guy, oh, his name was Darren in high school. And this guy, he was a really cool guy, but he was on the wrestling team. And for some reason, one year he had like all the, for lack of a better word, the freaks on his thing in his <laughs> weight class that year. Yeah. And then I don't mean freaks like they were fucked up, but like it was back when it was like a new thing for like a girl to be wrestling. Oh. And he had to wrestle a girl and she was a badass. <laughs> she beat his ass. <laughs> she whooped his ass. <laughs> and it wasn't because he was a bad wrestler. It's just she was fucking awesome. That's awesome. He had to wrestle a blind guy. <laughs> <He had> to, <laughs> <laughs> he 
all this fun. I was like, why? He's getting his ass beat. That too. poor guy. I felt so bad yeah, for him. Yeah, because if you win, you're like, hmm. <laughs> What an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> we watched a few uh, wrestling matches when I was in high school because I, I think I practiced for like a week and then my dad was like, nope, you're not doing it. Oh, he told you I quit. Yeah, yeah no. I did about two weeks, I think. And then I was like, why am I doing this? No, This I, is awful. Like we're just laying, rolling around with other guys get, and getting freaking yeah. hurt. And it was ridiculous. I mean, you get in great shape, yeah. but it was miserable. Yeah, but the thing is, it's you. Yeah. If you're good, it's you. Whereas you could be on a football team, be shitty, be on the best team ever, and you know no one knows because well, I was on that team. And it was like, wow, you're really good. It's like, no. Yeah. No. Um, but I remember we watched uh, this guy, Chris, he was wrestling. And I remember they were locking up, and then they had to break because they like went out of the ring. Yeah. And he's shaking his head, pointing at the other guy who's kind of crouched. And he's like, no. And the ref's like, come on, get in there. Get in there. He's like, no, no. And he's pointing at the other guy. The other guy got a heart on. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and he's like, I'm not wrestling with him while he's like that. And he's like, come on, get in there. I'm going to get you a, pe- a point for delay. What? <laughs> and the oh guy, other guy's God. trying to crouch. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, my God. I'm not wrestling. (laughs) He's like, no, man. (laughs) You want me to get on my knees while this guy's getting in my back with a boner? No. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So That's the worst. Go to sports. I don't don't know if I talked about, uh, we went to watch a cross-country meet once at Garen Park. Oh, yeah. And I think it was against, I want to say it was Irvington or something. Yeah. But, you know, it's, what is it, like a two-mile run or something like that? Yeah. And I was on cross-country, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, it was, the guy we were there came across all tired. Yeah. And, you know, you see people at the end, they're just like, Ugh, yeah. just gassing it all the way through. Yeah. And we see this guy, he's coming out like a, like a pretty much a sprint at the end of this thing. We're like, holy shit. We're like, why is, if he's so fast, why is he at the end? And someone goes, hey, look, he fell in mud. He didn't fall in mud. <laughs> Oh, he shit his pants. Oh, that's <laughs> he just why he was kept running. running. <laughs> oh, he fell in mud. No, he pooped himself. But um, oh. and of course, in high school, that never goes away. Never goes away. Never goes away. But anyway, um, in spite of all these horribly scarring things, he just hid in the hid up there in those woods. <laughs> yeah, it's like didn't we have another guy? Yeah, uh, he'll find his way home. Yeah, I switched to cross country after after football. After I decided, did you do it all four years? No, okay. I did football the two years until I got beard in practice, yeah, I and that. then that was it. I didn't want to play it anymore with my arm all numb. Yep. And then I realized I was getting fat, so mm-hmm. I was like, "Damn it, I need to do something." But I'm not fast. I'm not, <laughs> like, yeah. you know, strong. So then cross country came up, and it was like, "Well, I can I can finish it." Really yeah. slowly, and hey, it was whatever. cool. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot, you know, it was pretty laid back. Track was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. You did your part, and then you got to hang out the rest of the time, yeah. and it kept you in really freaking good shape. Yeah. So, totally. Yeah, I really liked it, and the coaches were so cool. Um, yeah, they had really cool running coaches. Yeah, yeah. Even the guy that took his wife's name. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <but> <laughs> he was cool. Always loved harassing him. Yeah. He was a good coach. And finally, the social benefits of your kid playing sports, drug and alcohol abuse prevention. Because, again, a tired kid's a good kid. And, you know, they get exposed to something good in their life other than what can come along with booze or whatever else. Yeah. A sense of belonging, provided they're good. (laughs) 
<laughs> provided they're good, yeah. And academic success. I guess kids that are good athletes tend to be better students, although I had a lot of kids that I coached that were horrible students, but great athletes. Uh. But what it comes down to, to ensure that the best way to get success out of the kids is to make sure the expectations are realistic. Yeah. Because if you're getting your kid to think you're going to be in the Olympics or you're going to be the best or whatever, yeah, and they're really not, you're not doing them any favors. All that shit's going to blow up. Yeah. But a lot's changed in sports since when we were kids because... Let me see. Let me cue up this one. The guy who got me thinking about this whole topic was a guy. I saw him. Um, he opened for Brian Regan a couple of weeks ago. Oh, okay. Pete Corielli. He does the Pete and Sebastian show and all that. Funny ass dude. But he did a clip, which I am going to play you right now. But what's the deal with sports in this world? I went to my niece's Little League game out in New Jersey this summer, right? Her team, she's eight years old. They're up 10-3 after two innings. Now, my brother comes walking up to the little bleachers, right? And he yells out, he's like, what's the score? I'm just about to tell him, a mother on the other team, she looks over and she goes, uh, the score is having fun to having fun. <laughs> we don't keep score at this age, guys. Like, I looked at my brother and I'm like, yeah, well, so far we had fun 10 times. <laughs> and they had fun three times. Thank you so much, Montreal. Don't keep score. Yeah, so that's definitely something that uh, was not an issue when we were kids because we always kept score. I mean, yeah, they had mercy rules so that if you were getting blown out, they would just kind of end it. Yeah. Or they would tell the coach, okay, put in your shitty guys. Yeah. You know, just because, yeah. you know, I mean, we did that. When I was coaching, it was just a matter of tact to, yeah. you know. If not we, run up the score. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Unfortunately, when I played, we were always on shitty teams, so yeah, <laughs> that would be done. I think we lost... You were there for that. Um, we lost against, uh, I think it was Kennedy. Uh, we lost 52 to nothing. Oh, I was probably <laughs> part of that team for sure. And, uh, yeah, I just remember we all dreaded that practice the next day because yeah. everything was based on 52. Like, we'd do 52 push-ups, 52 up-downs. <laughs> it was horrible. But <clears throat> it sucked because we would get, like, they would treat it like we weren't doing our best, and we just were not. A great collection of athletes. <laughs> we, the school was like 80% Filipino, so our tallest guys were like, you know, five, six. I mean, and we were well, playing and against monsters. Yeah, and yeah, and the one, like the one game where I, I got to start at fullback mm -hmm. when I'm 140, oh wait, no, at that point, 125 pounds, no. <laughs> I'm fullback, it's against Logan, oh, yeah, and no. they had... What five thousand kids to choose Dude, from? Freshman year, they had guys to, that shaved. I mean, it was yeah. <laughs> our whole school was like a thousand, right? No, we had. I think it was like eighteen. Okay. Uh, shoot, no, like twelve. Yeah, I think you're right. Like twelve hundred people. Yeah, it was small compared. Yeah. So, and they're the ones that had like freaking astroturf. Like, yeah. So yeah, Dude, just Logan's remember, Field was better than some colleges I've seen. Yes. Yeah. And they just had the pick of whoever they. Oh my god. Just got hammered like right away, like every play. Wham, bam, they're in the backfield, <laughs> yeah. and it's like not fair because then they're like, "Oh, well, you guys, you know, you." It's like, what do you mean you go out there? Yeah, you go out there, you yeah. old man. <laughs> you go out there and see if you can even. I'm getting the ball, like the ball, like I'm running. The guy's getting the ball behind me. I'm already getting hammered. Like they're already like past the line. You're welcome. <laughs> I was one of those linemen that let them go through. Yeah, wham! <laughs> Just push right back into the guy, and they're like. Oh, you're doing a bad job as fullback. Shut yeah. up. You go out there. Yeah. I'm sorry. I would never <laughs> put you at fullback. 
I mean, you need a guy that can block a little bit. I was tiny. I could do what I could do, which for some reason, the guys who could, what they should have done, which people would have been able to tell what we were going to do, was there was guys that could run block, but for some reason sucked at pass block. And I could pass block. I could um, stop someone and then hold them there. But you never pass in freshman football. Yeah. (laughs) So I couldn't push anybody out of the way. Yeah. So that was, yeah, that was dumb. But... Now, I remember when we were trying to figure out what position to play, mm-hmm. and the coaches pretty much told me because, you know, the first day it was like a lot of testing. Like we had to test, you know, they tested us for our 40 time. Yeah. And this is with no pads or anything. This is yeah. just cleats and shorts yeah. and a shirt. And uh, I got my football number based on my 40 time. <laughs> what was it? 63. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember I did it, and they're like, you want to try that again? Sure. I had no idea because, you know, no one told me that I sucked yet. Yeah, why not? And uh, like, yeah, this time unhitch the trailer and go. I was like, what do you mean? And I went and I was like, yeah, 6'3". You're in line. Go see Coach Dixon. <laughs> and it was just like, okay. And it worked out fine. But yeah. It, but at the same time, we kept score. And you knew when you won. You knew when you lost. You know, yeah. I think with little, little kids where, you know, like T-ball, I can see why they don't keep score. Because I used to love to golf. I just haven't had the time or the money to go do it lately. Yeah. And I used to keep score and all that, and it was I was miserable. Uh, I used to play with a guy that smoked pot like every, you know, every other hole. <laughs> and it was just, so. it was a different game because, you know, we didn't keep score. We just played. And I just suddenly it was like a new game to me because it was like, oh, I don't have to worry about this. Like, that was a good shot. That was a shitty shot. And I remember some of my buddies that I'd play with would insist on keeping score, but then yeah. they would cheat. Oh, you would cheat? No, I wouldn't cheat. Oh, they, they would, would cheat. It's like, they would cheat. It's like, yeah, I poured that last of... hole. What the fuck are you talking about? You hit that first the tee shot <sighs> into the water. Oh, that was a mulligan. It's Why like, would you cheat? But they yeah. would give me shit for not keeping score. Yeah. So it's like, what do you think you are, a president? And it's but, stupid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just, <laughs> anyway. Why um, even keep score when it's just you guys? Or if you are, why cheat? Yeah, you have to win that bad. Yeah. That's so dumb. But then that brings up like the whole participation trophies. We both did CYO for a while. And at the end of the season, we all got the trophies, no matter if we won or lost. Or it was just, you were on the team. I barely, yeah, I barely, like I quit basketball like within the first couple weeks. But I did do one year of track. And that was the same thing. You got like a ribbon for like 11th. Out of eleven, or something, a ribbon's you know? one thing, but it's yeah. I don't know a trophy. It kinda, a whole trophy for yeah. And I got it for CYO soccer, or not for CYO for the you know the soccer teams. And I don't even know if we were good, you know. Yeah, I just remember we had a cool name. We were the Pythons. But so that's cool. That's a cool name. Pythons then, are good. Yeah, but um, for some reason, every freaking school I hear that Oli has gone to, at least this new one, I don't think is. Everybody's the um, Eagles. <laughs> okay. Like, I'm like, at some point, just pick something else, you know, yeah. even though, yeah, granted, that's cool. Eagles are all right, but there's eagles like all over the yeah. place out here. Yeah. And there's bears and I don't know. I mean, yeah. well, we could have gone to Hayward High and been the farmers. Oh, uh, that, that one's is rough. lame. <laughs> and ours was bad too, though. The Mariners. That wasn't bad. It is bad. That's a lame name. At least you got a pro sports team with the same name. <sighs> there's no Mariners. NFL team or baseball team with a farmers the farmers is funnier but farmers mariners is, is lame company. too it made me think of like the fish sticks or something <laughs> <laughs> like, we just have that long john guy on there mm-hmm. what we're was sunset's fish. name oh i don't even know yeah. they folded when we were like 
juniors. Yeah. But anyway. But yeah, so they were, you know, I was doing some reading about the participation trophies and <laughs> pretty much like every parent I know goes, wow, that's fucking stupid, you yeah. know. You know, but then you get there's the, always one, yeah, that's like that's good. Well, you get the parents that are like they're too focused on winning and losing. Yeah. You know, and we talked about it before when we were talking about praising your kid correctly. Yeah. Instead of praising them for, oh, you're so smart, and what that does, it sets them up to where if they don't feel smart, they just pull back and don't apply themselves. Yeah. Same thing applies here. Psychology Today was talking about it. And instead of focusing on winning and losing, praise your kids on the process, not the results. Instead of telling, you know, like if your kid gets his ass kicked, instead of saying, well, you're a winner at heart, which is bullshit, just praise them for how hard they work. And if they didn't, don't, you know? And if they did do something right, say it and how they improved. Yeah. Which sounds kind of hippy-dippy, but at the same time, I think it's more productive, you know, having coached. Yeah. You know, I've done it both ways, where it's like, losing's not an option, and then you realize, well, I guess it is an option. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I mean, because when I, I think my first five years, we had losing seasons every year. And then my last four seasons, we, you know, like two years, we went undefeated completely. And it was a different thing. And then by then I learned that instead of just trying to make them feel better or being dicks about it, just go, look, this is what you did right. This is what you did wrong. Yeah, you won, but this was sloppy. Yeah. You know, a fucking Pop Warner team could have beat these guys. Yeah. You know, you need to focus on this. So, I mean, so if you just focus on the winning and losing, if they don't win, they just kind of pull back. Yeah. Um, So that's my thing. So... Trophies or not, uh, I was reading one article that I was going to use that was kind of pro-trophy, and then I looked to see who put it out there. Yeah. It was a fucking trophy company. (laughs) (laughs) That's so awesome. I'm like, I will not be using this one. (laughs) You need trophies for every occasion. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, Winners, losers. These guys can fuck themselves. (laughs) We all know George Carlin. I think he wraps it up best, and it's coming here. Now, fortunately, all is not lost. Hmm. All is not lost because at least we know that when he does get to play whatever games he is allowed to play, the child will never lose. (laughs) We know he'll never lose because in today's America, no child ever loses. There are no losers anymore. Everyone's a winner. No matter what the game or sport or competition, everybody wins. Everybody wins, everybody gets a trophy. No one is a loser. No child these days ever gets to hear those all-important character-building words. You lost, Bobby. (laughs) You lost, you're a loser, Bobby. (laughs) They miss out on that. Mm -hmm. You know what they tell a kid who lost these days? You were the last winner. (laughs) A lot of these kids never get to hear the truth about themselves until they're in their 20s when their boss calls them in and says, Bobby, clean the shit out of your desk and get the fuck out of here. You're a loser. (laughs) Now, all of this stupid bullshit that children have been so crippled by has grown out of something called the self-esteem movement. The self-esteem movement began in 1970, and I'm happy to say it has been a complete failure. (laughs) Because studies have repeatedly shown that having high self-esteem does not improve grades, does not improve career achievement, it does not even lower the use of alcohol, and most certainly does not reduce the incidence of violence of any sort. Because as it turns out, extremely aggressive, violent people think very highly of themselves. (laughs) Imagine that, sociopaths have high (laughs) self-esteem. 
Who would have thunk, huh? <laughs> I love when this kind of thing happens. I love when these politically correct ideas crash and burn and wind up in the shithouse. The self-esteem movement revolved around a single notion, the idea, the single idea, that every child is special. <laughs> Boy, they said it over and over and over, as if to convince themselves, every child is special. And I kept saying, fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> every child is clearly not special. <laughs> but let's say it's true. Let's grant this. I'm in a generous mood. Let's grant this proposition. Let's say it's true as somehow every child is special. What about every adult? Isn't every adult special too? <laughs> and if not, if not, then at what age do you go from being special <laughs> to be not so special. <laughs> and if every adult is special, then that means we're all special and the whole idea loses all its fucking meaning. <laughs> so, That's thank you, awesome. George Carlin. I miss that fucking guy. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's kind of a good point because it's one thing about, you know, one of the good things I got from being on shitty teams growing up is you realize, you know, it's more based on reality. I mean, I always go back to Todd Marinovich, the guy that was the quarterback for the Raiders. Like, his whole life was just success, success, success. That's true, yeah, yeah, just bred for it. Yeah, and then he got into, like, a real-world situation, and he couldn't fucking handle it. Yeah. So, you know, realizing that shit sucks early on kind of prepared me for real life. Yeah, <laughs> Not yeah. that I've done much with it, but... <laughs> But anyway, brings us to Bad Dad. So it's no secret. Whenever I look for Bad Dads, I do a Google search. I just put father accused. <laughs> and I get pages and pages of horrible fathers doing horrible things. So it's kind of cheating. It makes it real easy. But finding the right search term is usually pretty hard. Like, what, do you, what, what were you getting when you put Bad Dad? Oh, it was all sorts of weird shit. Yeah. Sometimes you'd even get music or whatever. So Yeah. yeah. Father accused is funny. Yeah. <laughs> but so I figured, okay, we're doing a sports-related one. Let's do coach accused. Ah. And, oh, fuck, man. It was so disappointing. It was like page after page of coach accused of sexual misconduct, oh, sexual God. assault, sexual... Blah, 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 blah. Guys, knock it the fuck off, man. Yeah. And every time it was a, a male coach and they had like a mugshot or whatever, the guy's always gross. <laughs> and... <laughs> I do not get that. And it's just because I'm working on a bit that I haven't been able to put together right yet mm -hmm. where, yeah, you see teachers or whatever that hit on the students and they're always gross. But it's whenever it's a female teacher sleeping with, they're always fucking hot. <laughs> I do not understand that. But anyway, so instead of coach accused, I just had to keep looking for just coach and news or whatever. Yeah. And actually, I didn't even come up with a coach this week. Our bad dad is a bunch of parents. Article is entitled, Parents Brawl Over a 13-Year-Old Umpire's Call at Little League Game. Please tell parents to grow up. Uh, this happened in June in Denver. Parents and coaches were unhappy with a call made by a 13-Year-Old umpire during a 7-Year-Old Little League game. <laughs> the parents stormed the field and began punching each other as Aww. the 7 year olds <laughs> looked on. In terror. <laughs> <laughs> Scarred uh, for life. Oh, the mom beat my coach. So, yeah, I mean, it's gotten to the point. I mean, that's one other thing that's yeah. also changed since we were kids. 
yeah. because I I don't remember my parents going to any of my games. Yeah, my <laughs> I I don't think my mom she was able to make it. I think she went to at least a couple of the basketball games, so I think that's why she was on board when I yeah. quit because she was like, "Who's the kid going the wrong direction?" <laughs> yeah. It's it's Mike. That's kid. Mike. And uh, I think she made it out to maybe it was hard. They worked. Yeah, so exactly. like they couldn't, they, they were at work, and I never thought of it as terms of like, because I I make it to so much stuff from working from home that it almost makes it where you miss any and you're like, yeah, bad. Yeah, you know, I feel you horrible. There, it's like, dang it, you know. But yeah, back then, and there's no way I couldn't see. Well, I think my mom did say something when my sister was playing that she had. I think she did yell at some other parent. <laughs> I got to ask her okay. that story. Yeah, because I, I remember, because I think she did bring something up with that. But nice. most of the time, yeah, it's like, at least in the schools we were at, I didn't remember anybody getting that no. crazy like over said, it. My parents never showed up. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's like even to the senior, like last game, my dad wouldn't go. <laughs> um, but... He's anyway. like, I love you, but I'm not going to watch that yeah. shit. No, I wouldn't even hear that. Uh. But <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why would I do that? <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just, you know, good to, good for you for the parents that actually commit to taking your kids to something like that. But back off. You're not on the field. Yeah. You know, unless your kid's being like assaulted or something illegal is going on on the field, just shut the fuck up and yeah. enjoy, let the kids play. They're seven. Yeah. They don't even understand the rules of the game yet, half of these kids. Yeah. So moral of the story is, guys, quit trying to fuck little kids and <laughs> and parents back off let the kids have some fun yeah you're not playing the game it's the same as like i was rabid like that with watching sports as a kid in the yeah. high school even afterwards watching the raiders and mm-hmm. stuff i remember calling into the radio station and <laughs> yelling at them for covering the oakland fires because they cut off the oh, radio <laughs> and they're like this is the fuck i actually got someone <laughs> and i was like it's on all of the, on every channel <laughs> just let the game on them i on. can't listen to the games in <laughs> la come on it's like such a rotten <laughs> rotten person <laughs> i was like 18 or something yeah but now it's like, like I look back, I could give a shit, but it's still people get that way where you're like, you, I don't know, you're so into it. You feel like this is some personal thing. And I think they're, they're, people are thinking that way too with this stuff. Or yeah. You think it that way with, uh, that's, I feel like with voting ends up being that way where people look at it as teams, you know, like yeah. I'm not going to vote for the yeah. team Democrat, you know, yeah. it's, it's like, like why don't you be vote a on communist or a Russian than a, than a Democrat. Yeah. Like, oh, fuck yourself. Yeah. Just, yeah, they want to wear the colors, yeah. and they want to, yeah. Just look at what's really going on. See what's good about it, and reward that, and leave yeah. it at that. Yeah, man. Okay, that's as close as we get to mature here. Uh, <laughs> it's all grumpy old man egg complaints <laughs> at the end. Comic of the week this week. We're going to make it Pete Curiali, because I would not have come up with this uh, topic if it wasn't for seeing him uh, open for Regan. So thank you, Pete. And thank again, you. All these clips will be on here. Email us these standupdads at gmail.com uh, just for the hell of it. Just say hi. Yeah. Tell us, shut the fuck up. Yeah, Knock you it off. You're not suck. funny. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Tell us we're great. Tell us we're horrible. Just yeah. say hi. Still waiting on international dads. Come um, on, international dads. For all of your art and illustration needs, I am at pencilforhire.com. That's pencil, F O R, hire. I'm also pencil for hire on Instagram. 
and check my side project, Gag on This Podcast. We record every Wednesday at 5.30 at Blacktop Comedy Club in Rockland, California. We interview local comics and have a great time doing it. And there's an open mic afterwards. Actually, we're recording on Wednesday right now, so tonight we'll be recording uh, recording with Carlos Rodriguez, who cool. I mentioned him last week, but great comic. Funniest joke I remember from him when I saw him at the punchline was, you can tell what kind of neighborhood you're in based on how many grown men on bikes there are. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, a good one. Anyway, we will wrap up. Oh my up. God, there is, in, in my neighborhood, there's this, this uh, oh, he's not super old, but he drives one of those little mini motorbikes. Oh yeah, yeah. That would be like the pocket kid. Yeah, and you, you always got to watch out for him because <laughs> you could you almost kill him. He's like in the street and cutting across the roads and stuff. It's like he's got to be three feet off the ground <laughs> on that stupid thing. <laughs> Giant body on this little bike. It's like, come on, man. He looks like uh, in the video games when like Donkey Kong's <laughs> driving a bike. <laughs> you're like, come on, get off of that thing, man. And it, it hauls yeah. enough to get you where you're just like, man. Even in a Prius, I lose track of where you're at. <laughs> like, imagine all the, like, this area. My truck. This, no, yeah, everybody's got giant trucks or yeah. around here. Yeah. Like, how's he not died yet? <laughs> like, oh, man, sorry about that. So, okay, so wrapping up. Guys, quit trying to fuck kids. <laughs> Parents, let your kids have fun when they play sports. And yes. adults, stay off the little fucking pocket bikes. <laughs> yeah, no tiny bikes. Yeah. Okay, we will see you guys next week. <laughs>